Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Geekscape, episode 123. I'm Jonathan London. I am joined by my fiance, Laura Schwann. And, and Geekscape is the show that brings you the latest news and reviews from the world of movies, video games, and comics. That's what I love. That's what she has to put up with. And um, last week's episode, she was my girlfriend. Now she's my fiance. So we promised that she would be on the show once we got engaged. And here you are. Number one, two, three. This is episode one hundred and twenty-three. Is it? Yeah. Here you are. The taking of Schwan. One, two, three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the taking of you. One, two, three. The taking of your name. Taking of your name. Uh, well, you're gonna take my name. We're gonna take your name away. I think the coolest thing. You're, you're doing that. Yeah, Laura, Laura London. Come on. Guys, I'm yeah. a comic book. Yeah. Fabulous. That's good. Think about it. That's good. Guys, this is Geekscape for you guys who are new. I gave you the intro, and I gotta tell you. That's one of the coolest things about. Uh, well, I wouldn't do that. I'd put that on the floor. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's already like me. I, I only get paranoid about the one room that I quote unquote clean. It's filthy. You don't in clean here. this room. Yeah, Everyone well. who steps in here has bad allergies. Um, oh, that's so sad. Or should have been completely. Uh, you know what? I, I don't have allergies in this room. I'm guessing evolution in a in a, in a latter century would have just wiped you away. Can we clean more. it sometime? Uh, I will clean. I will clean the. I will clean the rug. Um, so guys, yeah, my girlfriend is going to take my name. My fiance is going to take my name, and she's going to be a comic book character, like Elena Lang. Like a reporter. Yeah, you're going to be like a reporter. You're going to be like a Peter Parker. Laura Lynn London. Yeah. So you ready for that? That's yeah, what you sure. signed up for? Yeah, because I'm sick of the people at like the grocery store looking at my receipt trying to say thank you and my name's Schwan it's not that hard but mm -hmm. they can't ever get it right so right. London's so much London will be easier. fine mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. did you ever did, did you so you never had questions about whether or not you would take my name no it's a good name okay alright well it seems to work for me right um, I might keep mine too but I'm just saying no no, no. well I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm, wait I'm wait gonna, wait I'm gonna... we gotta talk about this what <laughs> No, I think I'm gonna. Um, Cracks are starting to. Surface. I'm gonna keep them both and like, you know, kind of ease one in and the other one out. Laura Schwan, London. Yeah, yeah, because you know, business speaking, so many okay. people know me as Laura Schwan, and so okay. and the things that I'm doing currently this year in in my own professional life, I'm still gonna be Laura Schwan. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna have the reputation as Laura Schwan. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna just like the next day be Laura London. I'll She's, be. She's or Schwan, cheat on me. I think London, and it'll it'll one will take over the other. One. So, so that makes sense. So on adult friend finder, she's. But it's hard because I love Dash. being I love being Laura Schwan. Do you? I love being Laura Why Schwan. Because like I was Schwanny. I was swing. Right. I was um, schlong. Wait, somebody called you schlong. Schlong schlongy. I'm gonna fight like him. I will fight um, that person. I will lose. So I like. I, but I will go down I like swinging. Being, I like being. No schwanny. one calls her schlong. Laura schlong. Can you imagine some jerk off uh, said that in high school? Of course. Yeah. Um, That's why I like being schwan. Okay. So well, it's set, you know, I'm gonna miss that. Well, so so the geekscapists, I got some emails. They found out that we were engaged. Uh, they want to know how it went down. Do you want to know how it went down, Gilmore? Of course. That's the story everyone's waiting for. Okay. Um, first, is this when it fades and we go to green screen? No. That's a lot of production value for this show. Um, so, the guys, we went to Catalina. Mm -hmm. We had booked a, a, a trip to Catalina. Now, what is that for Catal Catalina. Santa Catalina Island yeah. is like 26 miles off the coast of Los Angeles. It's a cute little... Tiny little island. Perfect for going for it during a zombie invasion. Absolutely, because yeah. I don't know any zombies that swim. Uh, yeah. Or hike. Right, and and um, and it was temporarily a, a military base during World War Two, but um, basically it's, it's a it's a it's a really nice island. It's like what twenty seven square miles, but only one square mile you're allowed to be on, which is the city, well, which is the town of Avalon. Of Avalon. And then there's. Two harbors on the other side of yeah. the island, but we were in Avalon. We were in Avalon, and um, it was owned for a long time by the Wrigley family. Remember, like Wrigley chewing gum? Uh, they own Wrigley Field, the Chicago Cubs. Like Chicago Cubs had spring training there. So it's got like a nice little history. Oh, no. If you guys ever come to Southern California, you're looking for something to do for a day. It's not a nice. It's a nice romantic thing to do for a couple. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Martin and Amy. Remember Martin from yeah. Toronto? Yeah. Martin and Amy are getting married. You, you you could take your girl there. That's great. Yeah, you can do yeah. like snorkeling. You, you can, can do glass snorkeling. bottom boat tours. You um, can do all sorts. You of and Leah should tours. go out there. Uh, we probably will. At some point. Um, but anyway, Zip they they, they have this thing that they call the casino, which is a big uh, dance hall, and it was built in 1929. And now they've 
turned the big opera house interior, like vaudeville house interior, into a movie theater. And so we got there, and the first, the, you know, we were only there overnight, and um, they were playing Star Trek. They only get one new release movie per week. Right. Because they have one movie theater. And that release is like two weeks old. So, because um, it's an island, there's only like... 3,000 people that live on in the city. Right. So Crazy. They had a gang. They had a gang of 14-year-olds. <laughs> I swear they had a gang of 14-year-olds. Ten of them. And it made it made LA news. Like <laughs> so brown pride or something. So like that. so we had talked about going to see Star Trek just to kind of see the theater. Yeah. Right. So, Correct. So why don't you tell the audience how it went down? Because it's a romantic place to be, right? From that point, or do, no, you, no. do you want my view of the whole day that I thought yeah, yeah, was, that. that I thought was going to happen? This is what this is what ideally she would have had happen. No, this is what I thought was what happening. I, what I did. So we woke up, had breakfast. No. That was the next day. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> we got there. Okay, we got there. <laughs> Had sex. Dude, check in the motel sex. You a break in the room. Yeah, yeah it's like, woo, you, I mean, vacation much, sex. Because uh, I don't think that's rare. When you're a couple and you get to a hotel, there's oh, like you got it. check in yeah. sex. You got to christen it. Yeah. Okay. So we did Make that. It yours. Um, and then we were going to do some tours and, and things like that. And we Jonathan, did. right, and so we were leaving and Jonathan had gotten hit in the face playing basketball the day I got before. jacked I almost got in a fist fight playing basketball the other day called the guy a motherfucker like it just slipped out but I got jacked in the jaw and my jaw was just killing me the first day so he said that he was going to run up to the room and get some Advil or Tylenol because I brought some in and so I told him where it was and he was going by himself so I'm like ooh maybe he's going to go get the ring right. so all day long I'm like hmm he's got the ring no, he doesn't have yeah, the ring. Didn't have he went ring. up to the room to get fucking Tylenol. My fucking jaw hurt. So we go on this thing. I'm like, right? Maybe my jaw would have hurt. Maybe it'll maybe it'll happen now. No, maybe it'll happen now. No. <laughs> I so, played ratchet and clank on my PSP for most of that day. Come ho- <laughs> come back to the room, watch some TV, take a nappy, get dressed. We're gonna go to dinner. Cute little Italian restaurant. Yeah. Big booth, high back, banquet, cute booth. Romantic, Super horrible romantic. service. The worst service ever. In the world. And, and Laura. Retarded waiter. Laura was dressed really nicely. I was dressed nicely. And at that point, unbeknownst to Laura, I did have the ring on me. Like, while she was getting dressed for uh, for dinner, um, I just put the ring in my pocket. And there was no fucking way I was going to propose at this Italian restaurant run by, like. Because I was getting they, mad. They were retarded. The guy came, he's like, Jizz? Do you want to cheese cheese on your pasta? He did that like three times. We're like half and done I, with it. I was and like, then he like cheese. what? I was like my plate, my, my plate is <laughs> almost my plate is clean. Why do I want my cheese? wine? It took forever to get my wine. I'm like I just wanted to enjoy my wine like with the whole meal, not just like at the end. Slam it so we can go watch the overtime on the basketball playoffs. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so that was dinner. No it's ring. Yeah. So no after di- after dinner, I thought I was telling the story. Well, uh, we're kind of both telling the story, but but at the end of dinner, Cleveland and Orlando had gone into overtime, and mm-hmm. we had to run back to the hotel. Right. John tells us something. No, we decided that we'd go back to the hotel, and we we're going to change clothes because we we're going to catch the nine thirty movie of Star Trek because it plays at seven and at nine thirty. Um, I'm praying. I was like, I'll just propose after. I'll just propose after Star Trek. Right. Right. What the. F- Fuck. I need to start so, to get me into the romantic. Go movie. back, walk romantically, stroll back to the, you know, along the water, back to the room. It's really romantic. Change clothes, put on like. You put on sweats. My sweatpants and my t-shirt, and my hoodie, because it's kind of cold, and my flops, and we're gonna go see a movie. You got out of your hot dress. Totally got out sweats, of my hot dress. And I was like, well, shit. If I propose to a girl, I'm gonna propose the way I'm gonna see her for the rest of her life, which is in her damn sweats. You know, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask the woman I'm going to be with the rest of her life. I like, I like how you make it like a deliberate decision, but really you're just like, well, I don't know when to do it. Yeah. Okay. I was procrastinating pretty good. I was like, I was nervous because, you know, I didn't, I script everything but this, you know what I mean? So we, so weird. We walked out to that casino, which was never a casino. It it was a movie theater. That's an Italian word for like gathering place. Right. So So it's no gambling. So we go to the theater, and everyone's leaving, and it's the end of Star Trek, and the credits are rolling, and the music's going. And we realize that there's no 9.30. Oh, the 9.30's on Friday and Saturday only. It's like Tuesday night, so we're like, crap. But then we like got to see the theater, and it was really pretty, and we walked around, and we pointed at So, so my proposal, which was going to be like after that Star Trek, 
just got moved up to like five minutes from now and I'm like oh shit now I don't have it scripted I can't like listen to J.J. Abrams and be like okay this is what I'm gonna do it's like I gotta do shit in like five minutes because we're about to walk back to the hotel right so anyways there's no reason he even had to do it that night I needed to be inspired or in by Catalina for that. tattoos on his face no, so, you know what you know what this is good though what you're doing everything wrong so, oh, yeah, like, and, I, I was going to start doing things right at 30. Because if she still wants to marry you after all that shit that you effed up... I don't think it was that big of an F up. It's just no, kind of par for the course as just, far as I'm concerned. It's just, it was just silly. <laughs> Whatever. Right? So, so anyway, we, we, we start walking back to the hotel, and I was like, Jonathan, you will not fucking let her step foot in that hotel until she is your fiancé. You must stall her. So, I, so, so we were on our little walk back, right. and there's those boats. It was in the bay. There's stars out because it's not L.A., and we we are sitting in the bay, and uh, and I, there's some benches along the the walk. And I said, "How let's many people?" I said, "Sit, let's sit down." And Laura's like, "Okay, now he's got to be fucking doing it." No. And the first thing I, out of my I, mouth, I, hmm. the first thing out of my mouth was, "How many people in those boats do you think are banging?" And we're like, "Oh, I don't know. <laughs> They're like, probably cheating on their wife. They're dumping a body." And we start like making up there stories people in rowboats for everybody. Sorry, for everybody in the boats. Yeah. They were looking at stars you can't really see because we were under a lamp. And... Shut up. Girl. So it was fine. You're so then, me. so then he says, "So you really want to marry me?" And I thought to myself, it "So better not have been his proposal." Like what? Because oh. like I and I go, "Yeah, I want to marry you." And he goes, "Oh." Then I guess I better get. Then you I better get your ring. Does this? What do I do? do, I do? Yeah, I wish I have them. Where are they? Uh, they're in my backpack. Don't worry about it. But trust me, the episode, the people have seen You've it seen on the them. episode. Bam! Out comes a Green Lantern ring. Ralph Apple gave it to me. Thanks. He I put it on. I love it. She put no, on no, 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 no. She's like, what the? F-? I mean, her face is like, what the fuck is? Like, this is sad. Like, this is not even. This is sad. Now. We've talked about this it so endearing. many times that sad. that's what he did. Like, I was like, that wasn't. We've already talked about you doing it this way. And, because no, no, no. I was like, that's not the real ring. This is the real ring. Flash. I give her the flash ring that Big Yanks gave me. Big, giant, doesn't fit me. It's big. and I'm Big like, yellow. This is your ring. I should have given you the flash ring and been like, this unlocks the speed force. I'll give you a head start. And if I catch you, you're mine. That would have been fine. Yeah. Then I would have just thrown her in the water. Then he says, no, no, no. And he reaches in his pocket again and he pulls out my ring. Uh-huh. Which I still need to get sized because it's very large. A little loose. Because my, because the the women in my family had sausage it's a, fingers. It's an antique. It's yes, a, belonged to my aunt Hattie and then my grandmother and then my mother gave it to Jonathan. He's like to give to me. Don't fuck around with my daughter. She grabbed me around the neck and said, "This is a ring." No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, um, and then he just kind of held it like this. Oh no, I'm so inadequate as a human being. Uh huh. I held <laughs> it like that, and then, like it wasn't gonna come out of my mouth, right? Not like on his knee. Not just. Like this, like next to me. Like this. <laughs> he, just dangled uh, it. he just dangled it in front of your face. You sons of... Turn off the podcast now if you're listening. I'm sick of this. I should have... Like, so I like took it because I didn't want it to fall in the water or anything. And I said... So are you... humiliating me on my own humiliating show. Are you going to ask me? Yeah, she had to prod me. She was like, are you going to ask me? You forgot to ask me. And so what did I do? Will you marry me? I asked you if you'd marry me. What did you say? And then, and then do we go back home? And you started crying because your boyfriend is obviously pathetic as shit. Yes, end, of, <laughs> end of my life. Yeah, and so, um, so we we, went we back. stayed there for a while. Yeah, we talked and, and laughed stuff, and, and we we took photos yeah. and things. But did we? Did, then we went back to the hotel and had sex, right? No. Okay. What do we do? Um, you played video games. I played Ratchet and Clank on my PSP, and she and I watched Little Couple, that new show about the two little small people. Yeah. Who are married, who are just adorable. And then John and Kate plus eight, because it was the first episode where John and Kate were going to be like, I fucking hate you. And I had <laughs> to see it. So he's on the bed doing this. Uh-huh. And I'm just. Yeah. Like what's, yeah, well, in the morning, we and all then we, went to we bed. called our family members in the morning, and you called your friend, and she was like, Did you guys have engagement sex? It's great, isn't it? And you were like, Oh, actually, uh, back to PSP for Johnny. She here. didn't say it like that. Okay. You're making that up. Okay. But engagement sex, you know, that yeah. was, it was fun. The first sex with you as my fiance was meaningful. I thought so. And then we had like the it was gonna be all about sex. That was the first sex in the hotel as your fiance. Then we had the first sex at home as your fiance. Uh huh. So. 
there you go. We got just got super personal. People who is this? If this is your first Geekscape, we have sex. You though. guys are like, holy <laughs> shit! No, we don't. Okay. I can I can be a geek and do this. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. So guys, so. Uh, I am obviously going to drag Laura down with me, um, to but. Hell. As a segue, uh, Sam Raimi said, Drag Me to Hell came out in theaters this week. It is about a, um, how would you describe this movie, Gilmore? It's basically a girl who works in a bank. She gets cursed by an older woman for denying a loan. The older woman places this curse on her, and she is then pursued by a demon who becomes more and more powerful. The Lamia. And after three days, he will drag her to hell, and she has to avoid this curse that has been placed on her. And it is Sam Raimi, writer-director of the Evil Dead movies and Spider-Man, and he is cutting loose with this lower-budget movie, and it looks like he's having a lot of fun. Um, that's that's the movie. Uh, sweetie, we went to see it. What did you think? Eyebrows. Her eyebrows were so distracting. Okay. I couldn't... They're horrible. I, I don't like her eyebrows. Ugh. They're like, oh, there's... Oh, you'll see it. You've seen it. Whatever. It surely <laughs> drove me crazy. Um, so she could have been anyone for me. Um, I don't think Justin Long should have been in it because I expected him to be someone and he wasn't anybody. Right. So he really should have been nobody. Um, but, uh, but, if, but if that had been played by like a CW actor who you aren't as noticeable, yes, like, sure. do you think it would have been a difference? Like, Yeah, if it had like a cast like My Bloody Valentine, it would have been way more into it. Really? Yeah. So you would have wanted it to go the cheesier route. Well, I think what Laura is saying is that because Justin Long is a recognizable name and he's a marquee guy, you would expect a lot more to be built around his character. But really, like, this movie is pretty yeah. streamlined. It follows one character and... Which is, you know, the, better than, like, Terminator. The writing is simple. You know what I mean? Like, the writing is straightforward. Yeah. And uh, what I, I just loved seeing... That's, I mean, I thought it was a fun movie. It's, it's like Army of Darkness level, not Evil Dead 2 level. Right. But Army of Darkness level is still pretty damn Depending good. Depending on where you fall. Yeah. The kind of the kind of movie you don't mind where people next to you are going, "Damn!" Yeah. when something <laughs> happens. And then like, you know, there's some like marionette moments where you know people are like dancing yeah. in the sky and like, you know, that Army was of great. Darkness kind of stuff. Well, if you've read like Bruce Campbell's books and you've read the yeah. books about him growing up and, and Sam as a filmmaker and like all their influences, like the Three Stooges were a huge influence on them. Yeah. And I love a horror movie that is directed deliberately the set the talking goats everything is designed all the shots are designed the sequences are designed it's not yeah. a director going in with a camera like a bunch of cameras shooting a bunch of footage and then being like doc style we'll have the editor make it and yeah. and and for the scares we'll just do a bunch of sound design like this this movie is almost just a series of very similar builds that pay off in in, in slightly similar fashions but it's just fun to see a director designing and doing it irreverently, like being like, I don't care if this is cheesy or hokey, or if or if this gag is too much of a gag, it's fun. And in the movie, when all is said and done, I think that's the best adjective to describe it. The movie's just fun. Yeah, I would have had a different ending. You would have had a different ending. Yes. Um, I, li I think that. I like my. I like my ending. Way it wrapped it up cleanly, but i i feel like 75 percent of the audience it was telegraphed to obviously for them like you do see it coming oh yeah yeah, yeah you do see it coming um laura whispered it to me about halfway through the movie and i was like well having seen it previously i saw it but if I it had it. ended the way i wanted it I like, to okay. still knowing that i would have liked it better. how did you want it to end can i say it does am i spoiling um, like spoiler alert. Well, here's here's a spoiler alert it's a brief spoiler alert how would you have had it end and i agree with you i think her mistake about giving him the button as opposed to the coin would have given him the curse. And then when she goes, you know, to Santa Barbara or whatever, the Lamia takes him and he dies. And then she has to live in some, like with that horrible. That's her curse eternally. Is that she sucked her boyfriend yeah, I down to ending. down to hell? You and know? he was just like the nice guy trying to do the good thing. Yeah. And she realizes like an she accidentally yeah. gives it to her innocent. Wait, because she does what she and that would be her punishment for not giving that last extension, which she knew she could have given. And so it kind of it's, it's her her payback. But that is but that it would have taken three days for it to drag into hell though. Yeah, I know. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but you could have like shortchanged that or whatever, you know, because yeah. he's coming to get it and. Maybe it would have started all over again, but maybe it wouldn't. They could have looped that easily, yeah. or you know, it could have happened while they went to Santa Barbara. They just I mean, had the, the yet another ethnic uh, spiritualist yes. explain that one away. Yes. Um, white people 
are not in tune with the afterlife. That is what we've learned. I sure in like movies. that Indian guy though. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him a lot. Um, he's a good actor. I, I thought the goat did a per- wonderful goat performance. Goat was awesome. But then again, why choose a goat? Why not choose a farm animal that's easier to catch and maybe won't ram you once it turns into the bad guy? Listen, that goat, like bun- goat would have been just fine had he not cut the rope. Well, it's because I think the Lamia, um, historically, is like the... It's, it's the actually goat. the devil's yeah. goat sure. or whatever. Sure, so but so what? had to keep with the goat thing. Oh, yeah. Bunny. Well, Gilmore's a specialist chick. on this. Could be a lot of chick, a little baby chick. you are a human... Uh, Nice representation of <laughs> a goat. What are you? Going I'm against? a demon. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like a little demon. I can see Gilmore with a pistol. So, but and then you know the question of like, how did she? How did she not have ten thousand dollars in her bank account? She works in a bank. She has that cute house that she rents all by herself. Like, where's her money coming from? Right. How did she have that house? I don't know. It was a big house. It was a great she house. Had, and she Park, and she hawked everything. Cheap. Hawked everything she had for thirty-eight hundred dollars or something like that. It's ridiculous. Okay. Well, Suspension of disbelief, whatever. I, I believe the Lamia, but come on, she'd have more money in the bank. <laughs> this is unreal. I believe the Lamia. But, uh, <laughs> Laura is starting to drink early here. Um, it's diet root beer. Yeah. Um, so guys, uh, that was our, you know, our review of Drag Me to Hell. Um, if you want to, if you want to get further depressed, uh, guys, go see Up. Oh, uh, it did not depress me at all. There, no, there were parts of, of Up that were so emotional, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't so feel depressing. it. And by the end of the movie, I was so invigorated. Up is the brand new Pixar movie. It is about a uh, an older an older guy um, in his latter years who has dreamed his entire life with his uh, with his wife of adventure. She's an adv- she dreams of adventure. He dreams of adventure. Uh, they grow old together. Never really pursuing those adventures because they live their life they live their life and ultimately uh she passes away and right before he's about to get moved into an old folks home he says forget it i'm cutting loose and i'm gonna tie a bunch of balloons to my house and just go off on adventure because it's one thing i promised my my late wife and uh unbeknownst to him he has a stowaway a uh, wilderness adventure. I love Russell. <laughs> Ru- the Russell, kid. the little Asian kid, who's like a Boy Scout who is stuck on this floating house. They end up in um, like a uh, South America Paradise Cove, like a Paradise Cove, which is like a secret valley of the lost, like it's a land of the lost type of scenario. And uh, they go on their own adventure. And this movie, uh, I really that those opening moments. Oh like establishing their lives together. I think that was spectacular because they start like when they started with him as a little boy. I was like, "Criminy, how long is it going to take for him to be an old man?" But they like zipped through it, and I I liked it the way they did it. Um, they get it was, it was very sweet. They get the fa- the visual narrative. They get film. You know, like I it, it's so exhausting to me to see a movie where so much is explained in dialogue or voiceover. Yeah. Um, but seeing seeing just a film just move like that, the, I mean, you emote with the, you, you you engage with the characters so much better when you're not being held by the hand, and you have to go to them. Does that make sense? Like yeah. just seeing them, you have to meet the characters halfway, and that kind of investment invests you into the characters. So by the time you see things happen to them, like the passing of his wife, I was just heartbroken. I was, bored. and he can't. Gilmore, I can see that you were bawling. He can't. You were looking at me. I was looking at you to see if you were bawling, but you. I didn't shed a tear this entire movie because. Oh my god. Because this kind of stuff. I already got what I wanted. Is is (laughs) well, I didn't find it sad. Mm -hmm. I found it true. Like I believe all of that. I believe that these are the moments. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm totally. That's my honest and true. That's my philosophy, and I'm okay with the death of people and, and, and the grieving part of it and all of whatever. So I didn't shed a tear for this movie, which is surprising how you were so like, oh my God, that was so emotional. I was like, really? I didn't. I no, most people, like, Scott, I looked around, Scott, we all the dads were crying hard. Because they're going to lose their wives. Exactly. Yeah. I was sad because I had just been like, I'm going to ask Laura to marry me. And then he loses his wife. And I was well, like, see, oh I, my on God, the other hand, I can't come to terms with this shit. I, I just, on the other hand, celebrated it because I'm like, look at we have my our freedom th- from London. This life to live for, look uh-huh, forward uh-huh. to. And we're going to have all of these great adventures and, and uh-huh. memories and things together. And, you know, even the rough times, like they show you that piece where they want to have kids and then she can't. Uh-huh. Like, it's really brief. But then, but then I was thinking to myself, who was taking all the goddamn photos? 
Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I would, yes. Who took all those pictures of them? Because it wasn't cool. like us when we do all these. Oh, yeah, we, have you a, know, we have a library. We have a library of the self-portraits. But these ones are like full of... Who is this person that's taking all these pictures? They could have been on a timer. They were on a picnic. They were everywhere. I'll do that for you guys throughout your lives. No, I don't want you. I do not want. Neither of us want you around. The greatest thing about getting engaged to Laura was Gilmore was like, "Great, I'm so happy for you. You're not gonna make me wear something silly at the wedding, are you?" I was like, "Somebody just made a fucking huge assumption about their involvement in my wedding." Well, okay, you you assume that you're going to invite friends. Yeah. Oh no no, I'm gonna. Invite that would friends. be an assumption. You assume you're included in that list. <laughs> we are going to make you bring a tanuki suit. You're going to wear a tanuki suit for Mario does, 3. exactly what I thought he was going you, to. You are going to have to wear a tanuki suit in Mario 3. It's a tanuki suit. It's that raccoon suit from Mario oh, Brothers 3. You're going to wear that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, but look at Laura. It's her wedding. Yes. Yeah, Laura, Laura wants to do more crazier stuff than I do. Really? I'm yeah. like, I want it to be conservative, stuff like that. And, and, and then Laura, yesterday we were out seeing Scott Kloppenstein play... Uh, Paramount Ranch in Paramount in Malibu. Ranch, which is out in Malibu. They're like playing this cool. Ghost Town. This it's so freaking cool. This place out in Malibu is a is a is like a, a it's western. Like, it's ghost a western town. town that they've never torn down, and they use it for films and so like that. And they had a film. They had like a, a music festival there, and, it, and Laura's like, let's just get married. I want to get married here. Western. It's like we, Texas and L in yeah. LA. I was like, I love this. This is awesome. Like, Light white lights, and a couple horses. My friends from Texas it. would be into it because it's Texas. We'd have some barbecue brought in. It would kick the ass. Bands would be playing. Bands would be playing. We could awesome. have uh, a hanging, a public execution. <laughs> like Ben Dunn could Ben Dunn because he's the thespian could play like the sheriff, and he could be like, "I got the roughest outlaw in town." <laughs> Such a good and, and, yeah, yeah, and it's Ben Dunn, and he's like, "All right, I got the roughest tumbler in town." <laughs> and, and, and and you. No, would, no, no. It'll and, be during the wedding. They'll say, "Does yeah, anyone?" Yeah. Speak yeah. now or forever hold your peace. He'll say something. Ben Dunn as the sheriff will like kill him or something. He just drag him through town on a rope behind his horse, and he's like, oh, and he's like the damn Gilmore brothers. He caught one of them, and he hangs him from like a tree. Everyone but he, cheers. But he, everybody cheers, but but we're like, okay, get Gilmore out of the loose. Oh well, we really hung him. <laughs> just throw him, cover him in dirt. So um, that, back this, to the wedding. This, this, wedding, sound, this wedding sounding better to me every day. Mm. Uh, no, so back to up. up. Uh, I mean, what can you say about this movie? It it, it was up there with, with The Incredibles for me. And it, the number of dogs in this movie was absolutely perfect for me in any movie. <laughs> I need to have about two to three dozen dogs in a movie for me to truly get enjoyment. If they talk, it. it just gets better. And if they talk, it's delightful. Um, what I said earlier... I loved those damn dogs. What I said earlier about... Cool. Um, about Pixar's ability to make you invest in their characters really pays off in their in their like suspenseful uh, sequences. You know, like their action sequences where I mean, especially in this movie where they're you know you're you're uh, flying above the ground or you're running along a cliff and you're, it, it, you're just white knuckling this movie, just watching the suspenseful film, and you have to remind yourself, wait, this is a complete animation, but you're feeling more suspense watching yeah. a movie like yeah, this yeah. or The Incredibles. Or Wally than you would in Terminator Salvation because the the character involvement is zero in a movie like that and uh, I mean what a, I mean how much longer can they keep this up I mean the way that they beat out a story is just phenomenal yeah, I know it's awesome they established vulnerability really really soon in their movies yeah I mean you, you're just engaged for, like from shot number one you but know? they're like everything they've gotten all their movies have been really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. If the next one's good, I'm gonna start assuming it's some subliminal shit that they're doing. Well, they can't. We've got we've got Toy Story 3D coming, and we didn't see the trailer for that because we didn't see I the 3D version of, of we didn't see the 3D version of Up. It was but, a teaser. But there was a teaser for Toy Story 3D, and you know that they're gonna re-release Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2 in 3D prior to Toy yeah, Story. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me that. So before. like a month before, like I think they're gonna be separated by like one or two months each but we're going to get Toy Story 1 and 2 and 3D and then ultimately Toy Story 3D I think it's going to be a holiday release I don't know if it's going to be a, a summer release but I'm Just excited for it um, yeah guys the up review has to be quick because there's not really anything to say about it other than it's phenomenal par for the course love Kevin um, so the SUV movie awards happened were you excited about that I love Andy Samberg I think that opening skit was funny Yes. But for me, the uh, Eminem uh, Bruno skit was a little too staged. 
You know, I, yeah, I think, on I, the, I think on, Eminem uh, was in on it. What happened? Like a half-naked Bruno dressed like an angel landed on him. Laying, like balls in the face, teabagged like, him teabagged from above. the shit out of Eminem. And Eminem was like, what, what? Why would he do this? I'm so angry. It's like, yeah, you have an album that came out last week. It's yeah. like if Tommy Lee and Chris Rock, or, or what's his name, Kid Rock, are going to fight each other, what's to stop Eminem fucking grew up on, you know, on 8 Mile from slugging a, a British guy? In the balls. Like, like... Why would Eminem? It not was way, yeah. Out? It was like I, I didn't think about it at first because I was just being naive and not paying mm-hmm. attention. Like, because I don't care. Um, but then you're like, yeah, obviously that's staged. And I'm like, duh, yeah, obviously it would be staged. I mean, his reaction, even if it's like fuck asshole, it's like he'd be on a whole nother level than that. He's got those four huge black guys next to yeah. him. Like that, none, none of that would have even happened. Yeah. They wouldn't have started like beach balling him around. But Bruno is the shit. Uh, I think that was it was so damn funny when he flew in. Uh, we did get a, um, a GI Joe clip, which um, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you see this GI Joe clip where where like Baroness and like storm like uh, the white ninja guy um, come storm in Shadow. Storm Shadow like come in and they launch their missile at the at the um, Eiffel Tower. No what what cares. is up with the fucking suits? These, these these little suits that the GI Joes wear to flip everywhere. The super like, soldier suits. Yeah, it was like oh, you know what this this movie should be called Gummy Bears hopping here and there and everywhere. <laughs> you get a tuxedo High adventure like that? that's beyond compare. These are the gummy bears. Uh, I mean, I could get a tuxedo like that. That'd be cool. Or like the tuxedo. Be like, in the tuxedo. Here comes the groom. I'm like. <laughs> 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 Doing a flip in the air. What's it enhance? It enhances you. Um, so I'm looking forward to that movie just so that I can laugh for about two hours. Um, what else we get? Brian Singer has been talking about how uh, the X Men movie. He's like, I spent six years of my life on something that people watch in two hours. I can't just say bye, you know, no to it. Uh, could Brian Singer possibly be taking over for David Goyer in directing the Magneto Origins movie? Okay, at this point, you think that Gilmore's saying that at this point that there's enough damage done to the X Men franchise that who cares? Yeah, at this point, you they're know. two and they're two the, and two. So. Two and two, right? You, you, I did not make you see Wol- Logan the story of Wolverine. <laughs> I did not. No, make you, you didn't. It was awesome. <laughs> I took that bullet for you. Yeah, every, every once in a while, I, you do that for me, and it's it's very sweet of you. I know. And I, I should really have taken am. that bullet on Terminator. Yeah. I'm sorry, sweetie. You fell asleep during Terminator. I let you sleep. I nodded. I let you sleep. Like three hard nods. I let you sleep. I was sleep. like, I'm I, was so like done with I won't this. wake her. You know, <sighs> it's like somebody in her immediate family had died, and I was like, no, when she wakes up, it'll all be different. I, I, mean, I will, I will give her this. I will give <laughs> her this gift of back. peace. When she wakes up, her world won't be what it was. Um, guys, speaking of romance, uh, a new moon trailer was re- was uh, revealed. The trailer for the new. Uh, what, what was the name of this franchise? Um, Twilight. Twilight. The, the, are you reading these books, Gilmore? No, Ben Lay, Dunn read them all for a girl, though. Ben Dunn did it all for a girl. The girl that he's currently with? No. Okay. Um, if you're going to do something like that, yeah. Laura loves Wait, Celeste. Wait, you still love Celeste. Celeste, right? Yeah, yeah Celeste. Love you, Celeste! Celeste, shit. Celeste um, if you're going to do something like that for a girl, you better make sure you keep that girl. You know what I mean? Like It's like getting uh, an incurable STD. You know? Why don't you read a book for a girl? Like, what's the to point? shit in common. They were extras together, so you spend about six hours in which you have nothing to do but oh, talk a, with those people. Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't even a girl he was with. It was a girl he was pursuing. Ay, Faye. Yeah. Um, I love I Celeste so much more now. I, I don't get uh. the Twilight thing. No, and I... And it's, I that it's guy... Past, past my time, even. Okay, what about the guy? Bugs me. He doesn't... He, you don't think he's attractive? Robert Pattinson. Not at you don't, all. You don't like him? Yeah. She's talking about Robbie Pattinson. What, what yeah. did she like about him? The fact that he looks like Jaws, like His a, a eyebrows, younger version of James Bond. Back to the villain. eyebrows. The fuck is up with these people's eyebrows? He's got a hammerhead shark thing going. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. He does look like Hammerhead from the from the Daredevil comics and stuff. Well, and he looks like the guy who had a hammerhead shark in that <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That oh, yeah, third yeah, one, yeah, the big yeah. or the second one or whatever. I just think he looks like Jaws, the Bond villain. That a little bit of that the, too. The, the He's just teeth. not attractive, and I don't get why everyone's so fucking. Goofy on him. We've I don't seen get him it. twice uh, at Comic Con and then once at the oh, you've uh, milk thing. Oh, you seen him? He just does this. The entire interview, we interviewed him. I inter- remember. Was he in milk? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. They he were just sharing, plays with his hair? Yeah, they were sharing hotels. This is him the entire time. He's just playing with his hair? Right, so. I Dude, just, no, no, no. Uh, in camera, I know, in they camera. Need to in see camera. Uh, right, what, so what was he doing? Essentially, talking to Robert Pattinson is. Would you 
twice. This is all it's been. <laughs> Rot. So you know, it's just, it's just, it's just making a film. You know, I had to channel the vampire, uh. the beast within myself. You know, it's not. How do you channel a fucking fictitious even, monster? And it's like really. It's How do like, you channel a fictitious monster? I don't know, man. Who gives fake plastic rings for an engagement? <laughs> well played. Can I don't I, know. Can I have it back? I don't know. How do you? Um, you know what? I saw, oh, sorry, I saw this. Monster. I saw this ridiculous trailer. Um, yeah. It just looks. It looks sad. Um, <laughs> I, there's no style to it. There's like no style to it. It looks like the Coven or whatever any of those vampire movies are that come out every oh, now what was couple that years. Boy one? What, <laughs> what was, was that what boy was one? With Tyler. No, the Coven one wasn't that a girl one, one, and then there was a boy one. What one was that? I don't know, but Rennie Harlan directed it. Yeah. Um, I, I recently saw a British series uh, called Being Human, which is about a, a girl who dies in her house, and she's, or dies, and she's a ghost, and there's a vampire who became a vampire in World War One, and then there's a werewolf, and they all kind of hang out together, and they they want to be they want to be human. They want to put the they they they're striving to be human but it's not cheesy like um that sounds new moon interesting. it's actually a british series and the girl they're living in the house that her that she lived in with her fiance uh -huh. who's now the landlord for the two guys who live there who one's a vampire and one's a werewolf they both live they both work in a hospital and the vampire and they, they see her because she's a ghost for right some reason. and okay. the vampire tries to pressure uh, the vampires keep trying to pressure the vampire who works at the hospital to be like let us not like like you got to be part of us you got to look out for us and he's like no i'm trying to put this behind me what you guys are doing is monstrous and the werewolf is just looking for a place like a couple times a month to go where he can do his transformation and not kill people there's a really funny scene where he's like just drop me off in the woods nobody's out here and he runs to the woods and he keeps seeing campers and he knows his transformation's coming oh, that's funny. <laughs> and he's like shit and he runs and like a dog and a hunter bark at him and he's like oh my god like fuck i'm, tur I'm turning and i don't want to kill anybody because i'm trying to hold on to my humanity and meanwhile the ghost is texting it steals one of the roommate's phones and texts the landlord like I need the pipes clean it fixed and the landlord shows up just so she can look at him oh. and he shows up with his current girlfriend oh. and so it becomes hard you know it has cute little moments in it and you guys living in, in England will know what I'm talking about if you guys see being human but uh that sounds cool yeah how I mean, new is that uh I don't know I downloaded it and it's phenomenal uh I've down I, I, I was watching a couple British shows I watched that I watched Dead Set which is like uh, a it's like 28 days later What happens if there's a zombie outbreak To the people in the Big Brother house huh? who, are, who are locked off from, out from the outside Oh that's you, great You think it's a comedy But in all honesty um, it's, it's horrific And you know and so, and so they start slowly like figuring out Like hey they're not manning the cameras anymore Like what, what's going on What's going on in the outside world? Oh, and they slowly start getting clues brilliant. that they've been locked in here. Oh, Dead Set was awesome. And it's, shot like a, it's shot in like a 28 Days Later style. No, but you know why that's good? is because a lot of those, uh, there's like a few zombie movies that came out around uh, Diary of the Dead mm -hmm. time that tried to be all Cloverfield with mm -hmm. their shit. But that doesn't make any sense. Like, douchebag, it is a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Will you stop trying to document this? part of the reason I hated Cloverfield. But this, but the Dead camera. Set. Exactly. Dead Set was cool. But this one, it makes sense because... And, and the, loved, the loved ones of the people in the house are trying to get to them tell them or save them and they're in the safest place and so uh I i'm just trying to pick up on, on some bbc stuff so i can be more like our listener steven prescott you gotta get into doctor who if you want to do that i want to do that i want to do that well, well laura and i finished the wire so there's not much else for us to watch um but being human being human is like a good twilight to me i was like okay these people are actually trying to be human instead of just being like hey um, I think Angel was a perfectly fine vampire, yeah. Yeah. and I don't think we need to do anything more with that. Thanks. Um, so guys, I'm going to skip comics. We'll talk about comics next week, but guys, E3 is up in this heavy. Okay, guys? <laughs> um, coming out of E3, just as of the taping of this episode, uh, be checking the website, because I'm going to be at E3, and I'm going to be doing live blogging. So I will have an article on the front page of the site, and I'll be updating it with my real-time thoughts and experiences at E3. So be checking that on the front page of Geekscape. Net. Um, guys, Xbox Live is getting Twitter and Facebook and has partnered with Last.fm to know more about you. So now I guess you can check your, you can send twi twi twits, tweets, tweets on Xbox um, and check your Facebook. Jesus, um, Facebook, you can, Facebook is everything mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Someone emailed me today. It started with, a, she responded to like the engagement on Facebook. Yay, congratulations, we love you, blah, 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 blah. 
Danielle Stockdeck. Mm -hmm. And then I messaged her on Facebook, you know, back to her, la, la, la. And then I got an email from her saying this Facebook thing is just fucking so tedious. I'm just going to email you. Yeah. Like, with a regular email. The, the people who are the old for fashioned real, way. Yeah, the people who are for real in my world get the emails. The other people get the re the Facebook. You yeah. Know what I mean, so you ha you ha it's, funny. Like, it's like a second she, circle. Oh, that's funny. Like how how long till you guys uh, changed your Facebook status? Immediately. Well. The next day. That's a whole other did you go, story. Did you get back to the hotel and do that? No, or? no, no. Yeah, Laura, well, we did, got Laura back. did when she got okay. to LA, but but Laura just updated her status. It was like, hey, how cute is my new husband to be? Which, Laura has a couple friends, but they're an older The friends age, so. on my Facebook are truly my friends, so I was like, God, you know, I just don't want to be on the phone forever. The phone gets hot, my hair gets all hot, it's just uncomfortable. Talk to a couple people. I'm just going to put it up there. Everyone will see it when they see it. They'll get excited They'll or not. They'll see it when they see it. They'll see it when know? they see it. And, and then it turned into, like, this backlash of, I can't believe you didn't give me a call, and... I had to read it on Facebook with everybody else. I'm all, everybody else is my friend too. I don't have thousands of friends. It's not like. Meanwhile, I have. He's on the phone all night this long. This is what happens. Laura updates her Facebook profile, and people in the next morning actually like check Facebook between work and they get it. Us geekscapists are on fucking Facebook hitting the F5 every five seconds. <laughs> so immediately, some of them see Laura's shit. They post something on my site, uh, on yeah. my Facebook. People see that. I'm answering, like, Laura's, Laura's watching TV I watched the rest TV. of the night. Yeah, he was on the phone all night long. I was on the phone long. the whole night being like, I'm all sorry night. I didn't call you, dude. But listen, Laura, I, I did not stop. And he had to call me and put, like, friends on speaker so I could talk to them, too. But nobody fucking called me. Except was, to bitch me out the next day that I called them. explaining my engagement for the last Ugh. exes and never has been. Really? Exes? Yeah. Well, Kirsten called. Uh, all right. Yeah, Congratulations. And then, like, I saw my number going down. I was like, oh, those girls aren't friends with me anymore. What Question in the back. What was your ex's reaction? Kirsten. Uh, what was Kirsten's reaction? What was her immediate reaction? She, she didn't call me. I don't know. What was Why would you ask her? Kirsten Kirsten was just like, why? Like, Kirsten had known that, I, that this was going to happen, though. So, she was cool. Uh, we obviously had, we, we, we're still sharing the dogs. I mean, she was hanging out all weekend, so. Sharing one dog. You will, she claims Hank doesn't like being here, but guys, I think start a letter. Yeah, start a letter writing campaign. What? Yeah. No, it's fine. He shits on my couch. It's okay, Hank uh, violently doesn't want to be here. She's um, he a little bit more of a favorite. Well, Cheese doesn't poop. Cheese on needs the a fucking couch. Can we talk? We're gonna put together like a weight loss program for Cheese, you guys, maybe. Yeah. So Help guys, us out. Um, and in news, we can finally tell you. Texas is 100% Boston. Oh, yeah. That was like the... Texas! The, the daddy... No, come on. I gotta get through E3, sweetie. Okay. Um, guys, uh, announcements out of E3 as of now. Um, Xbox is getting a new... Uh, <laughs> Xbox is getting... Let's see if I can host the show while Laura calls the dog into the room. Uh, Xbox is getting a new control scheme. It's Xbox Natal. What it does is you can stand in front of your Xbox. It senses your voice. It senses your body motions and the objects in the room... And it is like Holy shit, he just awesome. jumped over the fence. That was awesome. Uh, it is like a motion control, uh -huh. but you just need your body. Wait, natal? So it's what's called N A T A L. And it's basically you in front of your Xbox going, controlling, <laughs> fighting, punching, whatever. Is you, that because at first I'm like, what the heck? Is this like yeah. an Xbox sonogram? I don't know, thing? but neonatal. But, <laughs> Xbox well, I mean, like, I figure really? I figure Xbox knows our t what we're twitting. They know our Facebook. They know what we're listening to. Now they just know. What they're just gonna scan like. us in there. So, yeah. um, guys, the PSP is getting a new design. The PSP Go. It's like a flip. It's like a sidekick. It looks badass. Um, there's not gonna be a UMD drive though, as we know. It's gonna be all downloadable media. So get ready to get ready to pay to download more content. Uh, speaking of downloadable content, Xbox Live is gonna have another summer Thanks. of Xbox Live. Remember last summer they had Castle Crashers and. Yeah, and a bunch yeah. of stuff downloadable. Dude, the one I'm excited about, Turtles in Time reshelled. It's Turtles in Time, but the graphics have been updated. Um, so it's going to be like playing Turtles in Time on the arcade, but fucking badass graphics. A lot of fun. You and three players. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is part of that as well. Huge! I cannot wait for you guys to clean the shit out of Gilmore. Me too. I'm so excited. You're talking, you, you talk a lot of trash <laughs> about how good you are. That's my favorite fighting game of all time. Um, the Love the Light. Guys, uh, speaking of things coming to Xbox Live, this is the one that caused my pants to pop today. Brand new Monkey Island. Uh, we're getting the old Monkey Island redone with brand new voice actors, brand new artwork, and that's coming to Xbox Live. On top of that, Telltale Games, 
who put out like the Sam and Max series. They're putting out the. Um, oh, they're our buddies. Yeah, they're they're our buddies. We did the Sam and Max stuff. They're putting out episodic new Monkey Island adventures for the PC and the Wii. This You're going to be getting those for free. New stories, <laughs> new stories. This is Col- Gilmore. You got to hook me up with this. a bunch of shit dude, for free, <laughs> dude. No, 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 Gil- Gilmore. Hook me up with this Telltale thing. I want to download. I, I got to download this stuff to my Wii, man. Telltale are to. our buddies. I got to get my new Monkey Island going. I moved to LA to become a filmmaker with the distinct purpose, the focused purpose of saying one day I will option Monkey Island and make that film. And I still believe one day I want to make that Monkey Island movie. I still believe I will do it. I want to. I mean, the Zelda movie. Yeah, a lot of people want to make a Zelda movie. Me, that's just like asking to fuck up. Right. The Monkey Island movie. That is what I want to make. I think Love I could it. make a. Do good you really want to put that out there though? Because a lot of times when you put ideas, oh, you know what? William Bibiani uh, on on Geekscape yeah. After Dark News. What? Um, uh, our buddy Axel Braun, who might be in next Sunday. Yeah, sure. Um, he directed the Star Trek Triple X. Yeah. Um, the whole time, you know, we were hanging out with him all day on the set of, uh, Star Trek, and, uh, we, we were talking and joking back and forth, like, you know what you should do? You should do a parody of the 1960s, uh, Batman, uh, show. It'd be hilarious, and then we threw out all these ideas and stuff. There was a press release that came out today, guess what his next movie is? Oh no, he's doing a porno version of the 1960s Batman? Yep. And that was your idea? That was, uh, William Bibiani and I, uh, They need to have Bibiani, you you guys should cameo. Yeah, we probably, we probably will do a set visit. Cameo? Actually, You should set visit, you should cameo. I think you should cameo. We will. other news, uh, Star Wars Old Republic is getting a new version of the PC uh, game. All the non-playable characters will be vo- uh, voiced this Uncle time. Tar? I guess. Uh, I, I, have, I, have some, um, I have some game news. What do you got? Um, I kicked Jonathan's ass twice in air hockey at the arcade in Avalon on Catalina. Okay, you said you weren't going to do this. You said you weren't going to do this, but she... What was the score? There was she, an arcade. Th- th- there's an arcade with, like, old school cabinets and stuff like that. That's and cute. The, the air hockey, I, she fucking creamed me the first time. And I was like, okay, I scored twice on myself, so I don't know if that counts. And she's like, okay, we'll come back. Creamy me the second time. Oh, what kind oh. of player is Jonathan? Is he defensive or the Re- type of guy who plays by uh, himself and scores on himself? A little bit of that. And a little bit of the over-aggressive, leaving yourself open to attack by, yeah, by going a little too far out. Yeah, you Here's, gotta keep your no, shit no. close. Here's Laura on air hockey. Laura on air hockey uses the teapot method. She goes like this the entire time. I do. I totally expect some counterbalance on my hip. She she plays the way I think the fucking Great Gatsby would play. She's like a fine English. She's like a fine gentleman. She's like, I am a lady when I play my air hockey, and she's like. And she doesn't even notice she's doing cute little things like that. She's just like, <sighs> and I'm playing and I'm completely enamored with her and I'm watching her. And, and we're like and low I'm cut like, shirts. And I'm like, oh, look at what she's doing. Oh my <laughs> God. Lord again. Yeah. She's like, a, she, she, she brings my guard down with her little cute teapot method. Um, so guys, uh, one of my favorite games of the 360, uh, Xbox 360, Crackdown is getting a sequel. This is Crackdown 2. It looks like the city is infected and you are a super cop. Once again, is it just me, or is Crackdown the perfect, um, we talked about Crackdown recently, but is it not the perfect uh, game engine to make a RoboCop game? Don't make, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, here's the thing with this, don't make them jump like ridiculous. Uh, you can give RoboCop jetpacks, but when bad guys damage him, have parts of his actual armor damaged. Like, you can use your jetpack, but somebody can shoot it and you can fall out of the sky, or, you know, remember when Robocop would get damaged, he wouldn't be able to move as well and stuff like that? Like, make that part of the game. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're a super cop, but as you get shot, as, you, as you, all this, you start to do it. So guys, Crackdown 2 I'm excited about. And other sequels, we got Metal Gear Solid Rising, which is exclusive to the 360. It's a new Metal Gear game. Wait, uh, what? You play as, or as Raiden, though. Oh. No, but still, isn't that a huge deal? Yeah, it's a huge deal. Remember that huge... Remember <laughs> yeah. that huge... Metal Gear is over? Yeah. Now you play as Raiden, Metal Gear Rising. Oh. And Kojima uh, also announced Castlevania uh, Lords of Shadows, which looks like it's not like the classic Castlevania. It looks like more of an adventure game. So that's Castlevania. It's good to see that. Speaking of shit, we're going to be playing on Xbox Live Hardcore. Oh, so excited. I think you're excited about Left 4 Dead 2. Ah, Left 4 Dead 2, four new uh, characters. We're now playing in like the South, like like New Orleans, like the Dirty South, Uh like Nelly. 
And uh, is Nelly from the town? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. Plays plays no, well, you play. You can play as like a chef. You uh-huh. can use chainsaws. You can use frying pans. There's all these new melee weapons. And uh, dude, it's New Left for Dead. And it comes out in November. Uh, that's so awesome. I'm excited for New Left for Dead. And guys, I, you know what, Geekscapist, look me up. Uh, this week I'm pretty busy, but next week I have yet to play Dead Air. I've never played the campaign of Dead Air on the Left 4 Dead, so I really would like to play that with some of you guys. So if you're looking to still get some Left 4 Dead on, I have yet to play the update. Oh, really? So I want to play yeah, the update. Fun. And I want to play Dead Air. I want to no. play Survival Mode. I want to play all that. It's fun. But survival mode's my friends strange. all abandoned me. Um, sorry, I go and get engaged. And I'm, I'm excited to play as the little white guy. Uh, I'm excited to play for the, as the fat chef and be like, hey, 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 time to pay. Um, <laughs> so guys, um, there was a formal announcement of the next Halo game. This is Halo Breach. It's coming. Very funny. I thought it was hilarious. It's, uh, it's Halo Breach is coming in 2010. In September, though, of this year, two that oh, cut your hand off. Uh, in September of this year, you're getting ODST, which is the one that's been announced before. Nathan Fillion does a voice and all this. Uh, it's, um, Fallout Breach, though, is like a prequel. Because it takes place on Breach, which I guess was destroyed right before Halo 1. Um, Graham is very excited about this news. ODST, though, it looks sounds like it's going to be sixty. Sounds like it's going to be sixty dollars. You. you get two CDs worth of content for it, including a multiplayer um, invite to Breach um, and a bunch of content. So you get like maps and things like that with that second disc. So I thought ODST was going to be cheaper. It's actually going to be sixty dollars. And speaking of shit. That is going to be my shit. I told you guys months ago that the next GTA expansion, you were going to play as the brother in the in the in the museum mission that holds up the museum mission. You are going to play as that brother. Uh, there's a brand new um, GTA uh, expansion coming out in the fall called The Ballad of Gay Tony or something like that, and it it has to do with the gay like underbelly like like. Like party monster, you know, like party monster. You remember, <laughs> you remember that movie Party Monster? Oh, with yeah, it's like, part, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but in GTA. So get ready for some hate crimes. Is all I'm saying. Oh, you know, wow. the hate crimes are gonna be flying in this one. So I'm excited for new GTA. I'm excited for all this new Monkey Texas. Island. Like Eric weekends, E3 is gonna be for real. We'll be there. Um, so guys, that is the news. Uh, how are we doing on time, Gilmore? Because I did, I was busting through it. What do we got? We got eight That's minutes me. left? Okay. So, guys, that is the news from E3 so far. Of course, if you check the website. <laughs> so far, before yeah. it started. Well, well, yeah, I mean, as of Monday Can night, you? check the website. Sorry this episode is late, but E3 is, um, I've been at E3 all day. Um, so, check the website for my updates and um, and all that. So, that is that is the episode's worth of news. Texas is here. Gilmore is here. Um, Rufus is crying. Rufus is uh, Rufus can't jump over the fence we put up in the doorway. So. I'm really proud that Texas did it. Texas is a very he's happy got dog. serious air. Yeah. Happy, yeah. impressed, and proud. If if Texas had one of those collars from Up, what do you think he would be saying? You know, one of the ones where you, the dogs could sound. If Texas that had one of those collars, that was the best line. They did that so I amazing. I love like, you. I just Where's met that? you, and I love you. Squirrel. <laughs> they really captured the the spirit of dogs. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, he do. What we think they're saying. Yeah, what, what he, would Texas be saying? I'm 100% Boston. Yeah. <laughs> and Cheese would be like, I love when do you. we eat next? I love and you. And Hank would be like, I'm going to poop on the mean lady's couch. And Rufus would just say, <laughs> Rufus, Rufus would definitely be just ball obsessed. Rufus is pretty ball, ball? obsessed. You could literally get Ruth's, Rufus's teeth on a tennis ball and pick Rufus off the ground. He'll smash it ball. like flat. Like you yeah. could, if Rufus has a hold of something, you lift it off the ball, uh, off the ground. You know who others Boston? You know who else's Boston does that? Who? Fomka Johnson. Remember when we were at the dog park? It's true. Fomka, Fomka Johnson's, Johnson's Boston. Who's Fomka Johnson for the? From Jean Grey from the X Men movies, right? She, her dog, who was a Boston, had a, a stick, and I grabbed the stick and was like, Rrr, and it was not letting go. And she so couldn't I, I stop literally, making out with the guy. I literally picked it up off the ground. That's what people wait, want to hear about. Who gets remember, she couldn't stop making out with the guy. She was with the dog. I don't remember part? that. That was me. What did so the dude weird. look like? What did the dude? What, what kind of dudes is she into? It was a while like ago. Can I just say? Laura walked up and was like, You're "Can I just say I talked out. to Dean Kane twice on their phone today?" <laughs> I don't know if you can. That's but it's work, awesome. It's work involved. I won't say what he said. He, he called, in your, he called in your work, but it is cool that you did talk to Dean Kane. Yeah, and he's like, "Hi, Laura, Dean Kane again," and I'm like. 
Uh, Hi. What's you, up? Sweetie, would you rather have married Dean Kane? No. Have you seen Dean Kane lately? Oh. Believe it or not. Okay, okay, let's play this game. Me or Dean Kane. Okay, we got that one. Okay. Here's an interesting Me one. or Zach Long. Justin Long. Justin Long. Justin Long. Is that Zach Bramp and Justin Long put together? Zach Long. Between me and... You are Zach Long. Me and Justin Long. Who is that? Me and Justin Long. You. Okay, he's short, right? Justin Long is freakishly skinny and he's a little taller. Okay, okay, Zach Braff. You. Okay, me and David Boreanaz. You. Really? Over David? Wait, whoa, whoa, that is a lie. He's married and has kids. No, I'm saying like a perfect scenario where David Boreanaz was like not involved and I was me. What, is he as funny as you? I don't know, but no, he's, himself, he, he's what he's you think asshole. he's what you think he is. He's himself and he's an asshole. I've heard nothing but bad things about that guy from personal experience. What do you think? He's what I think he is. Then I think he's perfect, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, and, who is your number one, like like star person, like celebrity person? I'm. I don't. I'm not wired like that. Okay, so I can't do like an F Mary kill with you. Yeah, you could, like, but it. F Mary Kill. I mean, we already we already found out who you. I I wish I had my glossy eight by ten of Matt Dillon from the movie text that my friend sent me in the mail that apparently uh, left in her house in 1983. But, when um, Laura in 1983 left a glossy. So of Matt was so in love with Matt Dillon. Had a Matt Dillon paperback trivia book. There was like everything you could want to know about him, and then a quiz about him in the back. Matt Dillon. How old did you do on the quiz? From something about Mary. Looking awesome. <laughs> From something about Mary with the big teeth. I mean, we're talking Tiger Beat. My young Tiger Beat days. Pretty Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon was your guy, not C. Thomas Howell. No, because it was we, not we, a we split. We split the outsiders. My girlfriends and I. So uh-huh. I was a Matt Dillon camp. Oh, that's awesome. There's a Ralph Macchio camp. There was a C. Thomas Howell camp. I think I think any honey that would come after me is in the Ralph Macchio camp. <laughs> Sweetie, you ended up in the Ralph Macchio camp. I don't see. Way, I don't know what you're talking way, about. By the way, Ray Romano. Will you not convince her out of this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, again. <laughs> She's trying to take off a ring for the audios. Yeah, the yeah. audio listeners. Are there still audios? Who are those people? There are uh, quite some a of them. People who listen during work. Frank Sanders. Frank Sanders, this goes out to you. Oh, oh Lord. You can't Lord. see it. What about Big Yanks? Yeah, Big, Big Yanks is like, I He's audio audience. only? What I love is that he Big Yanks us. gave me the flash ring I used to propose to the woman he loves. Yanks. And there's a picture of him on your wall right there. Yeah, I keep a picture Yanks. of Yanks on my wall. Um, so, so guys, we have gotten super personal on this episode. No, we I, haven't. We didn't even go the places we went before with we the one-armed about, guy I had sex with. That was fantastic. Like that. We talked about how I went we didn't, Talk I mean, graphically wait. about it. People I know, know we have but sex. I was like back to Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I did that. It was like back to comics, but back to PSP. Back to PSP. Um, it's the new just level. Sadder. Yeah. Some, I mean, yeah. I'm getting sadder. So what? <laughs> Sad. I don't know. When are you gonna propose to Leah? Whoa. Now we're getting personal. Yeah. No, you guys are five years. We're like six months. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? The funny. Yeah. At six months, we broke up. The funniest thing, yeah, we temporarily broke up. Uh, the one funny thing is, um, people have been like, "Oh, so you're engaged now? Uh, so have you set a date?" And my 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 fixed response is, "How long does it take to build an Ewok village?" <laughs> That's how I'm gonna get married in a giant replica Ewok village. We're gonna have a yub yub themed wedding. Um, yeah, we could actually you could you sing could the actually, song. Then you could actually come. Okay. And look like a human being who was he invited to a social He could get ordained engagement. online and he could officiate. Ah, welcome to the spirit of Gulabula. You could be like a fucking Ewok priest. <laughs> welcome you to the like spirit that, of Gulabula. You'd be that little gray Ewok with like, with like the fucking bones uh, and stuff. Like, oh, I know what? C-3PO starts floating and shit. We get at the end of Star Wars, which is like the best part, where Lando and Akbar and yep. Chewie and Wicked are all dancing in one little circle together. That'll be our wedding dance, right there. And you are we done yet? I think it's perfect. Yeah, we are done, guys. We'll see you guys on Geekscape.net. We'll see you guys next week with our wrap up of E3. And, of course, we got tons of stuff, like our Facebook profile. You go out on Facebook, search for Geekscape. You will find us. You Don't will love us. Don't ask me to be your friend, though, because I can't. <sighs> Laura will not be your friend. She only friends friends. Like Rav Waffle. Uh, Twitter.com slash Jonathan London is where I update every day with stuff that Gilmore has put on the website as a features editor. We have new, web, we have new content every day on Geekscape.net. 
And uh, if you join my Twitter, right, you will get those updates. You'll see when that stuff is gone live. So, guys, that is our episode. I would like to thank my beautiful fiance, Laura, soon to be London, for being on here. Oh, fuck you with this handshake. And, thank uh, you. Well, I'll give her a kiss. Oh, that's and, uh, and get more. Come get yours. Come get yours. Yeah. Drop the pants. Drop the pants. And we'll see you guys next week. We're about to get we're about to get really bung in this. <laughs> uh, that's enough. Okay, I'm not gonna go through with that joke, please. Okay, bye. Bye. I uh, don't go out a whole lot to clubs and bars to meet women. Uh, women, when they get drunk, they do really, really stupid things, and I don't understand it. They start prioritizing shit like guys who are better looking, funnier, wealthier, over what's really important, right? The fact that I speak three dialects of Klingon. <laughs> You can take it home, you can use it for yourself to get those exact same girls who are going to avoid you that Friday night. They're going to go home with whoever. They're going to wake up, go home, and realize when they open their door that they are out of milk and tampons. I go to Target every day. There I am, the tampon out with my $2 hot dog and drink combo. You can write your number on this. This is for my mom. <laughs> <laughs>